जय राधमाधा गोपी जनपलपिवरधारे यशोदनांदना प्रजन रंजना यशोदनांदना प्रचन रंजना जमुना चीरापन चमुना चीरापन जय राधमाधवाहारे जय राधमाधवाहारे जय गोपी जनपल्लपिधिधारे यशोदनांदना प्रजन रंजना चमुना चीरापन छय राधमाधवाहारे राधे चाय चाय माधवे राधे चाय चाय माधव गई कुरथारुणी मंडल महिठे कुरथारुणी मंडल महिठे राधे चाय चाय माधव चमो 
Tararachi Vardana Veshe Hadineskuta Brinda Vipineshe Tamodararachi Vardana Veshe Hadineskuta Brinda Vipineshe Radhe Jaya Jaya Madhava Daite Rishabhanu Dadi Navasasileke Lalita Saki Gunaramita Vishake Sasileke Lalita Saki Gunaramita Vishake Radhe Jaya Jaya Madhava Daite Radhe Jaya Jaya Madhava Daite Karunam Kurumai Karunavarite Sanaka Sanatana Varnitacharite Kurumai Karunavari Te Sanaka Sanatana Varnita Charite Radhe Jaya Jaya Madhavata Radhe Jaya Jaya Madhava Daite Kokula Tharuni Mandala Mohite Kokula Tharuni Mandala Mohite Radhe Jaya Jaya Madhava Daite Yananjana chalakaya chakshuru militam jena 
ಸ್ಮೈಸ್ರೀಗುರವೈಮಹಾಪಿತೀಸ್ವಾಪದಂತಿಕಂದೇಹಂಶ್ರೀಗುರೋಶ್ರೀಜುಧಾಪಕಮ
the truest success in life? What is real wealth? What is our purpose? The Vedic literatures are a vast body of literature, hundreds and hundreds of volumes, discussing various, science, various sciences, arts, philosophies, theologies, and how they apply to life. And they address practically every category of humanity of how we can be elevated toward perfection. The culmination of all the Vedic literature is Srimad Bhagavatam. There, in the beginning, there's a beautiful verse. Dharma Prochita Kaitavatra Parama Niramat Saranam Satam that there are various forms of religion, of spirituality, of dharma. And most of them are trying to either elevate our material position in this world to a more peaceful, more happy, more apparently successful situation. But everything is temporary. So the satisfaction of that is not sustainable. It describes how we can elevate ourselves to higher planets. How through the yogic systems we can achieve a state of consciousness where we can perform supernatural miracles. and liberation, liberation from birth, from death, from suffering. But the Srimad Bhagavatam at the very beginning tells that it dismisses all of these goals of life and deals with the innermost necessity of the soul within everyone. The supreme dharma, religion, spiritual path, is that which brings one to the awakening of love of God within our hearts. That love, in order for it to satisfy our souls, must be pure. Without any motivation and without any interruption. Not motivated by any type of selfishness, any type of egoism. And a love in which we serve and our, our attitude of service is not disturbed by any situation. Because in this world, situations are always changing. And it's easy to find excuses why we can't be what we want to be. We could blame it on the weather, can blame it on our family members. Can blame it on the mosquitoes. We could blame it on. I hate to say this, but politicians. <laughs> this party or that party. We could blame it on this economic situation of the world. But the soul, the 
living force within all of us is eternal. And our relationship with the Supreme Being is eternal. The love of the mother A truly loving mother will serve her little baby under any situation. Love is expressed through service. In spiritual life, love is for the pleasure of the Supreme. And when we water the root of a tree, automatically, naturally, that love extends to every part of the tree. When we love Krishna, the all-attractive one, then naturally our love reaches everyone. We become a, an instrument in God's hands to bestow grace. Krishna says in Gita, Suhradam Sarabhutanam, he's the supreme well-wishing friend of everyone. To serve God means to assist God in being the well-wishing friend of everyone, according to our capacity, whatever the situation may be. And this verse of the Bhagavatam tells, when we attain that state, then we actually experience real ananda or real happiness. Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu prayed, Natanam Natanam Nasundarim Kavitam Bhatra Gadisha Kamaye, Mama Janmani Janmani Shwari Bhavatan Bhakti Rahoyati Gitvai. I do not want wealth for the company of beautiful people meaning for sensory purpose. I do not want fame, followers. I don't want to be a great poet. I don't even want liberation from suffering. I only want to serve you, lovingly serve you in all situations. The first commandment of the Old Testament and the New Testament is to love God with all your heart, mind, and soul. That is the essence of spirituality. The Vedic literatures go deeply into this subject. What is this love? What is this love that is inherent within our own hearts? Where is its origin? What is its nature? And how do we revive it? Radha Krishna Pranaya Vikratya Radini Shakti Rasmat. The absolute truth is one. Janmadya Sayata. That absolute truth. the origin of everything that exists. Krishna tells in Gita, Aham Sarvasya Prabhava Mata Sarvam Prabhartate. I am the source of all material and all spiritual worlds. Everything emanates from me. But that one supreme absolute, Eko Bahu Shyam, expands into many for the purpose of loving reciprocation. The absolute truth who has so many expansions and so many energies is one but takes two personalities simultaneously for all of eternity. 
that is Radha Krishna. Goes by different names and different traditions. Krishna is the supreme enjoyer. Radha is the supreme enjoyed. Krishna is the Shaktiman, the supreme source of all energies, and Sri Radha is the supreme energy. Or very simply said, Radha is the supreme lover, and Krishna is the supreme object of love, Vishaya and Ashraya. And the whole purpose of creation at the summit of all knowledge, of all scriptures, of all dharma, is this love. Radha is the feminine aspect of the one supreme truth, and Krishna is the masculine aspect. In this sense, Krishna tells in Gita, Aham Bija Pradhapita, Sarava Yoni Shakuntiya Murdaya Samavanti. All living beings are born of me. I am the supreme father and mother of everyone. Sri Radha is that aspect of the supreme truth that is the origin of all compassion, of all motherly care of all spiritual nourishment. It is by her grace that we are infused with the capacity to love. In fact, all love is ultimately originating in her. And just as we are all part and parcel of Krishna, our love, the, pot the potential of the love that is within us is part and parcel of Sri Radha's love. Natasya Karyam that the absolute truth really has nothing to do. Because through the various energies of the Lord, who has multifaceted energies, everything is done. Ananda Mayopyasha. Why is it that every living being is seeking pleasure? Because our origin, or Krishna, is Ananda, Ananda Maya. He's limitlessly filled with pleasure. And what is that pleasure? It's the pleasure of divine love. And the supreme truth is nourished by his own love in the form of his own feminine energy, Sri Radha. The love of Radha and Krishna is the origin of all love, the origin of all pleasure. The Prabhupada explains again and again when he goes on this subject that Krishna is Parabrahma, which means he's supreme Brahman. Brahman means spirituality, means God. And how in various spiritual traditions, there is a category of people who renounce all the flickering pleasures of this world to get 
a little trace of that Brahma, that pleasure of connecting with the Supreme. Example, there's Sukadev Goswami. As soon as he was born, soon after he just left home to the forest. He practically didn't eat. He practically didn't sleep. He had no possessions. He didn't even bother putting on clothes because it was all so temporary. He didn't even make a distinction between male and female because it was all just external. He gave up everything in this world to taste Brahman, to taste the sweetness of God's, of God's love. We also read about Buddha, who was an avatar. He was a king. He left his whole kingdom and just sat under a tree for a long, long time after years of, 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 of austerities and renunciation just to try to find that spiritual happiness. So throughout history we find people giving up everything Bharat Maharaj was a great king. He left home to go to the forest to try to find that spiritual happiness, that connection with Brahman. So Krishna is the supreme Brahman. He is not interested in any temporary worldly happiness. What is the pleasure that Krishna is seeking? That is the subject matter of Radha Krishna. It is a completely transcendental nature. And Sri Radha, being the supreme mother of all living beings, she wants to share, she wants to share her love with all of us. And Srila Prabhupada explains that one, one, when one turns to Sri Radha with all sincerity, like a little baby cries for mother, please, I've understood that this material life could really be a nightmare. I want to wake up and come back home to you. And she shares her love with us. The Bhagavad Gita, Krishna tells, Daivi Yeshu Gunamayi Mamamaya. That this material nature is very difficult to overcome. But one who takes shelter of me can easily cross beyond it. Radhasthami is a very special day. It's an opportunity to explore and meditate upon What is really the goal of life we want to strive for? The the scriptures declare Sri Radha to be the Param Devita. 
the supreme of all goddesses, Lakshmi, the gopis, the queens of Dwaraka, they are all expansions of Sri Radha. Of all the energies of the Lord, the material energy, the spiritual energy, Bahiranga Sakti, Antaranga Sakti, she is the sum total of all energies, the origin of all energies. And what is that origin? Adini. To give the pleasure potency of Just as the sunshine is the inseparable energy of the sun, Sri Radha is the inseparable energy of Krishna. You cannot separate heat from fire. Wherever there is Krishna, there is his love in the form of Sri Radha. And wherever there is Radha, there is her beloved in Krishna. And it is explained that Krishna knows everything. Veda Ham Samatitani Bharatamanani Chavrana. He is the knower of everything in the past, everything in the present, and all things in the future. Krishna knows all living beings our every thought, our every word, our every action, forever. Krishna being the creator, maintainer, and ultimate annihilator of all things that exist in this world, and is, who is the ever-present object of love forever in the spiritual world, there's nothing unknown to Krishna. Yet, Krishna, he declares himself that he cannot understand the nature of Radha's love. In order to understand Radha's love, Krishna has to assume her role. And in order to truly understand himself, he can only understand himself in its completeness through the heart of Radha. What is it about me that makes her so happy? So Krishna assumes the bhava, the spiritual emotions of Sri Radha in the form of Lord Chaitanya. When Lord Chaitanya descended into this world 500 years ago, he was Krishna with the heart of the love of Sri Radha. Radha, Sri Krishna Chaitanya, Radha Krishna Nahi Anya. Radha and Krishna become one. And Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is teaching us by his words and by his example how to tune in to that prema, to that love that is within us. Srila Prabhupada in our great acharyas, he, they explain that this subject of Sri Radha Krishna is the most intimate of all spiritual subjects. And it cannot be understood easily. But when Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu descended into this world, method by which we could connect to this spiritual power of prema or divine love, 
and enter into the state of pure unalloyed devotional service. Golokera Prema Dana Harinam Sankirtan that the names of Radha and Krishna are not different than Radha and Krishna. And by chanting these names with sincere devotion, with a sincere desire to serve under the guidance of self-realized souls, then that love is awakened within our hearts. The name Hare is Sri Radha's name, the Supreme Mother of all beings. When we chant the name Hare and we chant the name Krishna, the all-attractive one, and Rama, the bestower and reservoir of all pleasure, we become purified. And today, which is the eighth day of the bright moon of the month of Bhadra, 15 days after Krishna's appearance, we celebrate Sri Radharani's appearance. We read in the Ramayana of how Lord Ramchandra, although he's unborn and the father and mother of everyone, he appeared with a mother and father. He appeared through the womb of Kosalya. And similarly, Krishna, he appeared through the womb of Devaki, Yashoda. But Sita, the feminine counterpart of Lord Ram, She appeared in a very different way. Her father, Janak, was plowing a field. And as he was plowing, from the ground emerged a beautiful baby, Sita. Janak Maharaj picked up little Sita and brought, him, brought her to his palace to his queen, and in this way they raised Sita together. And similarly, in various times that Sri Radha appears in this world, she appears in different ways. In some Puranas it describes how Sri Radha also appeared from the earth as the great king of cowherds, Prishabhanu was plowing field. And more recently it describes in the birth of Sri Radha her appearance in this world, Prishabhanu, early in the morning, he was going to the Yamuna River and there he saw beautiful, soothing, golden light. He was very attracted to the source of that light. And he found floating in the river was a lotus flower. And in the whirl of that lotus flower was a beautiful baby girl with a golden complexion who was so absolutely beautiful. He brought that little girl to his wife, Kirtida, 
and together they raised her. As soon as she appeared in the home of Brishabhanu and Kirti, they were filled with joy, but simultaneously they were feeling very sad because the child simply would not open her eyes. It appeared, perhaps she's blind. At that time, the greatest of all the sages, Narada Muni, was searching because he knew that 15 days after Krishna appeared, Sri Radha will appear. So he went to the house of Brishabhanu in a village called Raval. And he asked, was a child born? And Brishabhanu Maharaj, he was thinking that maybe if Narada Muni comes and blesses her, she'll open her eyes and see. Not only did she not look at anyone, but she did not make a single sound. Have you ever seen a little baby that's totally silent? So Narada Muni said, I want to be alone with her. So they took her and they took him into a room and everyone left. And there Narada Muni, here is greatest of sages. He's the guru of some of the greatest saints that ever lived, Dhruva and Prahlad and Valmiki, Magrari, the Prachetas. He's the guru of Yaste, the compiler of the Vedas. Narada Muni was offering his prayers to this tiny little baby. And she manifested to him her eternal resplendent form as the supreme goddess and the supreme mother of all beings. And more than that, the most intimate lover of Sri Krishna. Narada Muni, all his desires were fulfilled. Then she became a little baby again, became silent, closed her eyes. Narada Muni met with Brishabhanu and said, everything is very auspicious. And then they came in and she was still just sitting there like this. So when Yashoda Mai and Nanda Maharaj heard that Brishabhanu, who was best friend in Kirtita, just had a little baby girl, they went to see her. And they brought little newborn Krishna with them. And it was then, at that historical moment, Sri Radha was sitting in a little cradle with her eyes closed silently, and little Gopal crawled up to her cradle and somehow or other reached up. And as soon as he was before her, she opened her eyes and she smiled. She cried out the name of Gopal. She did not want to see anything or speak anything before she saw her eternal beloved. She came to this world only to love him. It is said that in the spiritual world of Goloka, Krishna told Sri Radha, 
that I'm going down to the material existence, to the earth planet, to fulfill my promise. Paritralaya sadhunam vinashaya chutuskratam. Dharma samsta pranayataya sambhavami jugejuge. To reestablish the pure principles of Dharma. To protect the innocent. To annihilate illusion. To teach people the path of love. And when I come to this to the world, I will demonstrate the beautiful pastimes of Brindavan. You should come too. So Radharani said, but how will I be happy if there's no Govardhan hill and no Yamuna river and no Vrindavan forest? And Krishna said, I have already sent them. They are waiting for us. This tender-hearted little girl, Radha, who appeared in this world to be so sweet and so ordinary. But what was her exalted position? In this material existence, the superintending goddess is Durga. For those who live under the illusion of egoism and selfishness, envy and greed and lust. She supervises all the temporary sufferings that are here and all the illusory pleasures that lead us to such suffering. Durga is personified riding on a lion with many weapons. And her expansion, Kali, is very ferocious. Their origin is Lakshmi, the goddess of fortune. And her origin ultimately is Sri Radha. In Sri Radha, there's nothing but unconditional love, and there's nothing but the grace in which we can achieve that unconditional love. Lord Brahma, who is the father of all the demigods of this world, he did, he did sacrifice tapasya and prayed for one goal that when Sri Radha appears in this world that she will step on his head with her lotus feet. So Sri Radharani gave him this blessing and said you could because Brahma has four heads. Your four heads could appear as four hills in the land of Bhadrasana, where I will perform my pastimes. And the great Lord Shiva, Brahma's the creator of this universe. Shiva's the destroyer. Lord Shiva, He's bestowing so many supernatural powers on so many people. He's Muktanath. He's the Lord who bestows liberation upon people. But what does he want? He understands the highest treasure of love is Radha's love for Krishna. And he prays 
he wants to be a gopi to assist Sri Radha in her service to Krishna. And he was told to go to a particular lake in Vrindavan, Mansarovar, which was filled with the tears of Sri Radha when she was in feeling in separation from Krishna. And when Lord Shiva went into the tears of Sri Radha at Mansrovar, he emerged as a gopi, Gopeshwar Mahadev, and was given the service of protecting the arena of Radha and Krishna's Raslila. So in the Vedic literatures, we find this the greatest of all personalities are aspiring to receive the grace of Sri Radha. What is the time? Huh? Push Abhishek is 7.30? Namo Mahabharanyaya Krishna Prema Padayate Krishnaya Krishna Chaitanya Namane Gaudatveshena. Sri Rupa Goswami prayed in this way that Lord Chaitanya who is Krishna with the heart of Sri Radha is coming to give what no other incarnation has given. Entrance into these pastimes, these lilas of unmotivated, uninterrupted loving service. Sri Radha, the source of all love, she expands herself as Yashoda in motherly love. She expands herself in every way to give pleasure to Krishna. Srila Prabhupada, he tells on a lecture of Radhastami that if we sincerely approach Sri Radharani as the servant of the servant of her servants, and she sees that we're sincere. If we try to approach Krishna directly, he will not care for us. We must approach through Sri Radha. If we approach Sri Radha directly, we have no qualification. But if we approach the servants of Sri Radha, if we approach as the servant of the servant of the servant, sincerely, then Sri Radha will be so appreciative, so happy that she will approach Krishna and tell this devotee is better than me. Please accept him. And Krishna certainly accepts. So this is the special feature of this, this day. Well, we ponder on the supreme benediction of uncovering the lost love of our souls. And the pinnacle of that love in the spontaneous pastimes of Vrindavan Krishna, who was Swarat, completely independent by his own sweet will, 
is dependent on Sri Radha's love. And Sri Radha, who is supremely independent, is forever dependent on Krishna's love. Krishna's all attractive. But Krishna is attracted by Sri Radha. Radharani is the personification of bhakti. Bhakti is her energy. Bhakti means love, pure love. Yoga means the path of love. So when we practice this path of bhakti sincerely, we are actually in the in the grace of Sri Radha. And in this way, we, that connection is made by hearing about Krishna sincerely, by chanting these beautiful holy names of the Lord, by engaging in sincere devotional service, In a prayerful mood, we put ourselves under the divine protection, under the divine light of grace of Sri Radha. That is, this, that is the principle of Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's movement. And this is the gift that Srila Prabhupada has come to give us. By chanting these sweet names, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama. We are invoking the mercy, the blessings, the presence of Sri Radha Krishna. Uh, Malati Devi, will you please speak something on this occasion? Malati Devi was with Srila Prabhupada on so many occasions on Radhastami and practically every other day there was. Please tell us so many small things. In the beginning of Krishna consciousness movement, we didn't have deities. We only heard about Krishna and his appearance. And we actually didn't hear about Radharani immediately. But nonetheless, Srila Prabhupada instructed the signage in front of the little storefront temples to say, Radha Krishna Temple. So finally, one devotee asked Srila Prabhupada, who is Radha? And looking at the young, recently former hippies, he said very simply, Radha is Krishna's girlfriend. <laughs> and if you want to please Krishna, you go through Radha. And when she sees that you are serious, she'll tug on Krishna's shirt, on his shirt sleeve. He, he said like that, he'll tug on Krishna's shirt, shirt sleeve and say, Take this person.
I'm still waiting for that moment in my life. <laughs> Thank you very much. Shri Prabhupada Ki Jai, Shri Radha Rani Ki Jai, Shri Kishore Kishori Ki Jai, Hare Krishna, Swami Maharaj Ki Jai, Her Grace Malati Mataji Ki Jai.